And welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We'll talk about the LSU-Alabama football game being postponed. Some comments on the Coy Moore situation, LSU freshman wide receiver. Update on Miles Brennan. A lot of SEC talk, what might happen with LSU going forward and the rest of the SEC. Also, some New Orleans Saints for you. Dominated the Tampa Bay Bucks the other night. We'll talk Saints, NFL, and much more. Don't forget Tremonti's Meat and Seafood for all your Thanksgiving needs. Tremonti's Meat and Seafood on Facebook and Instagram. Or go to Tremonti's.com. Click the seasonal tab. It'll take you to the holiday menu, the fried turkey, rotisserie turkey, smoked turkey, the ham, all the side dishes. You can order it online right there. There's a form, Tremontis.com. Click the seasonal tab and get you ready for Thanksgiving. Tremontis does a great job catering all your office parties, home events, family functions, great catering service from Tremontis. Again, connect on Facebook and Instagram. Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back after a message from our host, Anchor, and we'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We've got some sports takes for you. LSU, the New Orleans Saints, and much more here on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Blossman, as I mentioned, sports takes. Trey and I have several topics to kick around for you. Have a little fun on a Tuesday afternoon. Normally, we drop this episode on Mondays, but I had some a golf tournament I participated in yesterday. So here we are on a Tuesday, and in a way, it's kind of good because of the breaking news about the LSU-Alabama game, which we will get into. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you today? Doing well, Tommy. Doing well. Glad to hear that. Uh, like I had mentioned, we, we're moving this to Tuesday this week, and lo and behold, a couple of hours ago, the SEC made the decision after LSU filed a report on available players to postpone. That's the word they used, and people need to know there's a big difference between postpone and cancellation. We'll get in that, into that in a minute. But LSU-Alabama has been postponed. That's now three SEC games scheduled for this weekend. Auburn-Mississippi State was postponed yesterday. That announcement came down a pipe Monday. Today, LSU-Alabama, Texas A&M and Tennessee – Three SEC games not going to get played this weekend. A lot of talk about LSU. Number one, the line was 23 and a half. Alabama favored. That line moved to 27 in a matter of a handful of hours on Monday. And then, of course, a lot of people predicted, oh, LSU's going to get the virus so they don't have to get a butt whipping by Alabama. I don't know if that's the case. But nonetheless, we do now know that LSU will not play Bama in Tiger Stadium. At 5 o'clock this Saturday, as mentioned, Trey Blossman, your reaction? Good. I'm glad. Uh, it was not shaping up very well for the Tigers. Now, I don't know if we'll do any better playing Bama in December or not, particularly if Miles Brennan is shut down and doesn't play moving forward, which is beginning to look more and more like that will happen. Uh, 
I did not like the thought of going in to play Bama with one healthy quarterback with no long snapper, missing a whole bunch of other people, no tight ends. Uh, there was nothing for LSU to gain playing the game this week. Uh, of course, Bama, as we've been saying, is a very good football team this year. They're going to be hard to beat for anybody that's healthy. They're going to be really hard to beat for teams that aren't. Uh, I'm glad the decision was made. I'm not happy with a bunch of LSU players coming home from getting their ass whipped at Auburn and then going to a party. Uh, that doesn't sit real well with me. Back in my day, I knew some of the guys on the team. If they'd have got their ass kicked like that, they wouldn't have wanted to go out in public that night. I can tell you that. No, I, I agree with you on that. And of course, that led to this situation with wide receiver Coy Moore who said he was quote-unquote violated by the police. There have been three officers with the Baton Rouge Police Department that have been put on leave pending an investigation. We have a, a couple of things that we know about the situation. Uh, I don't think we have all the facts yet. In fact, part of the story came out about an hour ago as to why the police were even into, at this parking garage. There was a report of a large party on the top floor of the parking garage. It's in a student uh, apartment facility that's right next to the campus near the North Gates is where it all occurred. Uh, but two and two is not making four. Now, that, you know, the, some local news media have requested the body cam, camera footage from the police department. Police doesn't want to give it. So I, I'm sure there's some legal steps that have to be taken there, but it's kind of, that's what frustrates people, the lack of transparency. And if it can't be done instantly, it needs to be done as soon as possible. It's just another part of 2020, a story about a sports team that doesn't involve sports. It's not unique to LSU. It's happening statewide, nationwide, you name it. But it just didn't look good in any direction uh, for LSU, the student athletes, the future of recruiting. I mean, it just it just doesn't look good at all. Well, you know, nobody wants those kind of situations to happen, but uh, as is the case with most of these situations, we'll, uh, we'll see how it plays out. You know, uh, did Coy say something that he shouldn't have said? You know, nobody ever comes out and, and says, the police abused me, but maybe I said something I shouldn't have said, and sometimes we find out later that that's the case. I don't know Coy Moore. I'm sure he's a fine young man. He sure is a talented athlete. Uh, I hope this is resolved and if the police acted poorly that they're disciplined and if the coy did something to escalate the situation, I hope that he's punished and serves whatever punishment he needs to serve and continues playing football for the LSU Tigers. But, uh, you know, I, I read all the stories about it. I don't know enough to make an intelligent guesses to what really happened. I, I know he had some very specific complaints. Uh, you know, they said they were trying to body search him. Why did they thought he had a gun? He said they thought he had, I don't know why. Uh, and he might be totally innocent, but you know what, Tommy, he might not be. Yeah. Well, we got, like I said, we got to let the, the, the legal stuff play out. And when you can gather all the facts, we'll learn more about that, but it's just not a, it's not good optics for, for LSU football, for student athletes or for LSU, the university, whatever. Now, also an LSU football thing that's uh, bandying about, Miles Brennan, 
you know, when he got hurt several weeks back or when it was announced that he was hurt, Trey, I heard from, you know, from some, a source inside the LSU program that he was out for the whole year. Then all of a sudden we're hearing that, you know, he might try to come back and he tried to practice last week and it was reported that that didn't go real well. He was very sore. He has a torn muscle in his abdomen. And apparently my sources are telling me now uh, probably going to have some surgery. They were hoping this thing would heal itself in the natural healing process of the human body. Apparently it's not doing that. So there may be some type of surgery, which obviously would shut Miles Brennan down for the remainder of the fall and then hope for he could be involved in spring practice if that occurs. So, you know, everybody gets the mulligan. Everybody This doesn't count as a year of eligibility for any player, not just quarterbacks, but, but uh, anybody in an LSU roster, you know, whatever their classification is this year, it's going to be the same thing next year. So man, hopefully, I guess the goal would be Brennan needs to get healed up, get healthy, and if the next time he can participate in spring practice, then so be it. And in the meantime, Finley and Johnson and a handful of walk-on guys can, you know, share some reps and try to make themselves better for the, you know, in the big picture going forward. Yeah, well, that, that's that's what we have to do. You know, those guys will benefit from the experience that they get. As you said, they'll still be freshmen again next year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this also an open transfer off-season? People can transfer without sitting out? Uh, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Uh, I know the transfer. If, that, if that's the case, Tommy, you're gonna see a lot of people transferring from a lot of schools this year. I, I don't know that it's an open transfer thing. I mean, you got the transfer portal, but then I think there's some rules that still apply. I'll double check that and update people. Uh, in my LSU football update or next week. Now, I do know this. The NCAA has said that any and all teams can go to a bowl game regardless of how many games you've played or what your record is. Uh, in theory, if you were one and eight, you could still go to a bowl game according to the new rules. Now, Athletic Director Scott Woodward was asked about this last week. Would LSU accept a bowl invite? And he said they'd cross that bridge when if they received an invite, he would immediately get with Coach Orgeron and they would make a decision of whether the team would play. So he didn't say yes, he didn't say no. He gave what I think is the correct answer. We'll, we'll worry about that when it happens. But they are going to try to play as many bowls as they can because of the huge TV contract with ESPN, who I think televises all of the bowls but two or three, and the money that's involved. But you know, I don't think that's something for LSU to worry about now. Up next for them, November 21, an 11 a.m. kick in Fayetteville to take on an improved Arkansas Razorback team. That's what's next on the schedule as of today uh, for LSU. We'll worry about the bowl game down the way. LSU's not going to be in the SEC championship game. We do know that. And uh, that's about where it's at. The SEC now facing, you know, more cancellations, postponement, you know, how do they get a representative from the East and the West to, to go play in Atlanta on December 19th? Still a lot of things to play, Trey. And in this pandemic year that we have when everything is so discombobulated, I think everybody now knows that everything can change in 15 minutes. And what we know today might not be the same that we know tomorrow. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Uh, relative to a bowl game, of course, LSU should play in a bowl game because it gets you extra practices, if nothing else. And, you know, even if LSU is a two-win team, 
I think they'd be an attractive draw in Shreveport, you know, and if you're a two win team, ain't nothing wrong with going to play a bowl game in Shreveport. Uh, you know, in a normal season, LSU fans would think that that was not very good, but this is not a normal season uh, in any way, shape, or form. And with the Brennan injury and the the guys sitting out and the rest of the people that aren't on this team, the early exits, well, look, we're, we're taking our lumps. We're going to continue to take our lumps, but let, let's play a bowl game so we can get those extra practices. I agree 100%. Trey Blossom, before we shift to gears to the NFL and the New Orleans Saints, I remind folks about Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. All your turkey or ham needs for Thanksgiving, go to Tremonti's.com. Click the seasonal tab, the holiday menu and pricing. is. You can order online or connect with Tremonti's Meat and Seafood on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Trey Blossman, Sunday night was a pretty good night for the New Orleans Saints. Not only did I think they looked great in the all-white uniforms, I love that get-up. I love the way that looks. When LSU did that against Auburn many years ago, they went white helmet all the way through, white jersey, white pant, white cleat. I thought that looked so sharp and so classy. I think the Saints in that all-white with that black and gold, I just think that's a, a very, very good-looking uniform. And then the Saints backed that up by totally – dominating Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I totally agree on the uniform, Tommy, and, and with LSU as well. The all-white's really good. That that old gold trim for the Saints on that white jersey looks just really, really good. As far as the way the Saints played, that's the most complete football game I've seen the Saints play in a long time. Uh, offense, defense, special teams. Look, they're 6-2. and two. Michael Thomas is just back into the fold. Uh, our tight end is healthy and playing really, really well. Uh, Sanders is back in the fold. I think having to play without those receivers in the long run has helped Drew Brees a lot. And Drew looked really sharp. You know, he's still not throwing the ball way down the field, but he's in total command and he, he looks really good. And Sunday night, Tom Brady looked like the old man, not Drew Brees. Uh, the Saints' pass rush was vicious. It was consistent. Uh, I felt bad for Brady. I mean, he was getting beat up back there, Tommy. Uh, Saints, of course, eased off the accelerator a little bit in the second half because Tampa never posed a threat. Uh, if the Saints can keep playing like that, they're going to be really, really hard to beat. And when you look around the NFC, Tommy, who's going to challenge them? You know, Seattle can't stop anybody. Seattle's six and two, but they're on pace to give up the most passing yardage in the NFL ever in a season by over a thousand yards. Okay. So that's, you know, almost 60 yards a game more passing yards they will have given up if they continue on pace than any other NFL team in history. But they're 6-2, and two, and that's how weird this year is. San Francisco went to the Super Bowl last year. They're all beat up. They're not going anywhere. The Rams are so incredibly inconsistent. They look like the best team in the NFC one week. They look like the worst team in the NFC that's not named the Giants or the Washington football team the next week. Uh, Minnesota up and down, playing better now. Green Bay, the same thing. 
you know, one week they're getting the hell beat out of them by Tampa Bay. The next week they look like the best team in the NFC. So, you know, in the East is a, is just a mess. So, you know, the Saints could could wind up with home field throughout the playoffs. And if that's the case, we're going to go to the Super Bowl if we keep playing like this. Well, if the playoffs started today, they would be the number one seed in the NFC by virtue of their NFC record uh, would put them ahead of Green Bay and Seattle. But, of course, a lot of ground still to be covered. But I think the Saints sent a message to the NFC and to the NFL, for that matter, on Sunday night that, hey, we're, we have the ability to be one of the best teams in football. And most people think this will be the last year for Drew Brees. I'm on that roster that thinks it's his last year. And, you know, then who knows what can happen winning the Super Bowl going forward. I think Sean Payton and Drew Brees know that. They don't have to say it. And they're really going to make a push and a run. Halfway through the NFL mark for the Saints now with eight games in the books. Don't know if they'll get all 16 in. That's impossible for us to know that. But uh, right now the Saints are looking really good. And here's a team that was one and two. Early in the year, and then when they fell behind, who was it? Detroit. Everybody was thinking this this season's over, and now they're one of the top teams in the power rankings in the league. Tommy, they have persevered very well, and uh, I just I, I want to ask this: Do you see anybody in the NFL having more fun than Taysom Hill? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, that guy he's... is enjoying himself, Tommy. He's old school. He's a football player. You know, he's one of them guys who'll just do whatever the coach asks him to do, and, and he's going to try as hard as he possibly can. He's probably not a, among the top uh, athletes in the league, if you will. Uh, there's certainly some great athletes in the NFL, but he gets things done, and I think he gets the defense's attention when he comes on the field, whether he's in that wildcat formation or whatever he's doing. He, you know, the, the other team kind of says, okay, Taysom Hill, we, we got to know where he's at, what he might do. Uh, but he's a lot of fun, and I think he he brings a spark in, into the Saints, too, when he enters the game. It kind of jacks everybody up a little bit, and I, I don't think that can be a bad thing. And on defense, Trey, to me, they really play fast. That's the word I'm going to use. I mean, they look like a bunch of busy bees out there, you know, ants that just crawling all over the place. They just play play fast, and I know that's a Dennis Allen trait. He's a defensive coordinator, but I think, you know, over four quarters, that makes a difference uh, against your opponent, because as we always say, it's very hard to win an NFL football game. You can be the biggest Saints fan in the world, but you have to recognize that the other 53 players are being paid to win that game. Those coaches are being paid to win that game. So it's very tough to walk off of an NFL field uh, with a win. And right now, the Saints are in great shape well, uh, going forward. W- when I look at the defense Sunday night, and again, it's by the best effort they've had all year on defense. I, I, it looks to me like they got 12, 13 players on the field. And, you know, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's a good sign moving forward. By the way, for those that don't know, Taysom Hill accounted for 123 total yards on Sunday night. He was two for two passing for 48 yards. He led the team in rushing. Seven carries for 54 yards, a long of 23, and he caught a pass for 21 yards. Uh, he got eight fantasy points, and he's not a starter at any position. Uh, I love that guy, Tommy. I just can't keep talking about 
Well, he's a football player, that's for sure. Well, Trey Blossman, as we wrap this up, we'll have some picks later in the week. You, you, you did very well in the NCAA, had a rough week in the NFL, but we'll have picks for folks uh, on Thursday. And then, of course, uh, Anthony Gallo and I both went 3-0 and in the NCAA last week. We'll have our stuff for everybody on Friday, uh, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Trey, as always, enjoyed uh, doing an episode of Sports Takes and look forward to your picks later this week. All right, Tommy, I'm going to go enjoy some action tonight and tomorrow night. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.